2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you
3: by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Cincinnati's Q102 Jeff and Jen, 724, scattered off on and off showers. And these are the remnants of Hurricane Irma. Mm -hmm. Cool and cloudy and a high of 70. I knew that was going to catch up with me.
0: It just keeps following you everywhere you go, Jeff.
3: Right now, 62. It's Cincinnati's Q102. So I had a scheduled visit with my mother who lives in Fort Myers, Florida. We're originally from Boston. Mm -hmm. But my grandparents moved down there when they retired. And my grandfather built a house in Fort Myers, not far from Sanibel Island. And when they passed away, they left my mother that house. So my mother would live down there, sometimes part of the year, and she had been living down there, which I was grateful for, because these winters for you know, on a 78-year-old woman can be brutal.
0: In New England, yeah.
3: And with the blizzards, and New England has had a couple of years where the blizzards have just been horrible.
0: Yeah, like a couple of years ago, they had those, what was it, like six feet of snow, and you were like, thank God she's in Florida.
3: Yeah, so I was really happy she was down there. And a couple of weeks ago, they had a flash flood. In this neighborhood where my mother's house is. And it was the first time anything like that had ever happened in our memory. And my grandfather built that house in 1976. And we don't recall anything like that happened. We talked to the neighbors. None of them recall anything like that happening. So that was different. Freaking. You know, things happen. Weather patterns change. Sure. So then... I have the scheduled visit to go visit my mom. we got a laundry list of things to do. One thing is she's got a bunch of car repairs that need to get taken care of, so I scheduled that. We're going to do that. My mom needs cataract surgery, so we're going to research that. We're going to talk to some doctors. Do we need to do, figure that out, and a handful of other things that just needed to be done. Mm-hmm. So I set aside Labor Day week, which was last week, to go down there and take care of these things. It was you know, kind of my last trip before we head into the fall season. I get down there. I fly down there on Monday. We had dinner Monday night and then Tuesday uh, took the car in, got that fixed. While the car is getting fixed, we're talking to uh, an ophthalmologist about getting her cataract surgery so we're making progress, things are moving along. Meanwhile, I'm kind of paying attention, kind of watching this hurricane out in the ocean. This Irma thinking Uh, If this thing is, it's probably, if it becomes a threat, I'm thinking maybe East Coast. This thing is a Category 5, but that's not that unusual when they're that far out. They usually weaken.
0: At this point, it's over the Caribbean when you start watching it?
3: It was approaching the Caribbean. Okay. But this thing is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's it's still, it's heading straight for us, and the, the track's have it aimed right at. And now they're talking about the storm coming around the West Coast Mm -hmm. and affecting the West Coast of Florida. Now, I lived in Florida for eight years. I lived in Tampa Bay, and we never, in the eight years I lived there, never once evacuated. We are never threatened. We might be brushed by the occasional tropical storm out in the Gulf. And in the rare instances where there, there may have been a hurricane in the Gulf, it was never a threat to Tampa just because of where it's positioned. It would have to do some crazy loop-de-loops to kind of get to where where we were. But, you know, look, anything can happen. I mean, it's Florida. Mm-hmm. It just never did. And so me and my family have always kind of just...
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
3: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We just never really paid that close attention to those things. Even owning property down there because it never affected. That, that stretch of the West Coast of Florida was never really affected. It was never a problem.
0: It had been like since the 20s, I think they said, that that area was the last time that anything really happened there.
3: And when you don't experience something, Mm -hmm. and if you're not really threatened by something, you just don't take it seriously. But there was something different about this. This was larger. This was stronger. This was more powerful than Andrew. And Andrew is one storm. This country will never forget after what it did to Homestead, Florida. Literally just leveled this town. So... We had to take it seriously, and that's when I had the conversation with her on Tuesday afternoon. I said, we, we do need to watch this, and we may need to evacuate. Because now, after that flash flood you had a couple of weeks ago, we now know that you're in, a, you're in Zone A. Lee County, Florida, Zone A means you're the first to evacuate if a How do they do that? storm of that magnet. Do they
2: send you a little flyer with your city paperwork about when garbage day is? They also send you a magnet
3: that says you're Zone A? Now you're on just a web. It's just you go to the website, you know, the Lee County website. And they got a map of the of the county and
0: it's just probably pinpoint where you too. are. Like and on the news and it's all color
3: coded. Were... It's right there, and they
0: keep reporting it
3: just so you're aware. So what was the moment where you're like, "We got to do this. Get your gather your things." I'd say for me, it was Tuesday night because I knew she would not be a quick move. <laughs> you know, she's got a sure. lot of stuff. But
0: she's also 78. I mean, and she's she's been there for a while, and it's hard to do change sometimes. And, And
3: God bless her. She's not the most organized person. So if there are things of value that we need to get out of here, then let's tackle that now. Plus, she had some stuff in storage. So from about Wednesday on, that's all we were doing is basically trying to move her out. Anything that was important to her. And in my mind I'm thinking let's just let's just grab the essentials and go but to her even these are more than just things these are connections to her mom her parents to her kids because yeah. she's got
0: their memories old report
3: cards and just stuff and I'm like mom let it go let's just go she says if this storm does in fact flood this house or destroy this house I want this stuff with me so it was a bigger job than I had expected. We had to, thank God, we got the car fixed. The minivan, you know, so we literally packed packed that minivan. So it
0: was loaded full to
3: the gills. When
0: did you actually hit the road, though? Because I was at Friday morning that you and I were talking. Hit I the think? road
3: Friday morning. Yeah. I wanted to be on the road Thursday night.
0: But Friday morning.
3: It took us Friday morning. Didn't sleep Thursday night because we were still packing, and. We finally got on the road about seven o'clock on Friday morning. I remember you texted me shortly after. You said, "Where are you? What are you doing?" I said, "We just hit the road."
0: Mm-hmm.
3: We got out of Fort Myers, and we made it out of Fort Myers. Okay, we went up I seventy five. Traffic was free and easy, and I'm thinking, "Great, this is great. We're beating because everybody's waiting to the last minute. Everybody who's evacuating is going to wait to the last minute." We go up 75. We thought about taking I-75 at the time. We thought the storm was going to go up the East Coast, so we figured we'd take 75 and head this way. Yeah. Storm track changed to the west. I look at the traffic maps. I-75 from about the villages, you know, those retirement villages and Gainesville and that area all the way up to the Florida border was just solid. Jammed. And so when they said be- between that and the storm tracking west, I'm like, all right, new plan. Hitting I-4, cutting across Florida, and then we're going to snake up I-95. And that's what we did. We made it up I-4 with no problem. A little stop and go in Orlando, but it was still kind of during rush hour. No big deal. And then we get into Jacksonville. It's starting to get a little heavy now. Pull off. Found gas. So we were- that was a victory. Mm-hmm and then once we pull out of Jacksonville we start snaking our way north on i-95 it was a parking lot and were we were you moving stopped
0: on the highway I mean completely stopped on the hi- stopped?
3: We, we would be stopped on the highway and then and then we would creep a little we would move we never broke maybe 10 miles an hour wow and then all of a sudden it would open up it's like great here we go here we go and then half a mile later we're stopped again And I figured if, if we could just get a little bit further, this will start to open up. Nope. So this was just stop-and-go traffic all along I-95. We later found out that it was because Georgia had decided they were going to evacuate their coastal communities.
0: At the same time.
3: Right. Keep in mind now, it's late Friday afternoon, early Friday evening. So everybody has wrapped up their week. These families who think they may be in the path have decided Friday night's the night, kids. It's Friday night. Let's evacuate. (laughs) Everybody had the same idea at the same time. If we could just get past Georgia, we cross the state line into South Carolina. What do they do? They issue an evacuation in the lower South Carolina coastal communities and some of the islands. Mm -hmm. So now we got all that traffic merging on I-95. So, I try to plan ahead. I'm like, all right, let's find a place to stay. So, I go on Priceline. We pull over. I go on Priceline. I try to find a hotel that's, you know, maybe 50 miles, 100 miles up. Everything is
2: booked.
0: booked.
3: Everybody had the same idea, mm-hmm. couldn't find anything. And I'm doing wide sweeps, wide searches, looking for anything and anything that might be open. And I'd find one and be like, ah, there it is. And I would input my information and then I would hit send.
0: We're that's sorry, already. it
3: just got booked. Ah. Everybody was doing the same thing. Couldn't find anything, so we just figured we'll just keep driving until we can't drive anymore. We would go past rest areas that were I've never seen rest areas filled with not just so many cars but cars parked on the grass.
0: I heard that a friend of mine, yeah, was that what ran into her tailgating and she was like, I've never seen rest areas. People are parked in the woods. Yes, on at rest areas.
3: The woods, campgrounds. You would pass a rest area, and there would be truck after truck, 18-wheeler tractor-trailer trucks, one after the other after the other, parked in the breakdown lane because there was no room in the rest area. Wow. And they just couldn't drive anymore. So we kept going. We figured, well, let's see if we can find like a Wendy's or someplace. We pull into one of those truck stops that it's got everything. You know, it's got a Wendy's. It's got maybe a pizza place. It's got a store, and it's a gas station. We walked into the Wendy's. The Wendy's line was an hour long.
0: Did you eat? I mean, like, what are you doing for food at this point? Did you just work?
3: that was our only option for food?
0: Really? Yeah. So you had to wait in the. No, Wendy's we had line.
3: we had a couple of granola bars in the car, but at this point, keep them. You know, we've been doing this for it's been eighteen hours now, and yeah. we're just starving. And this place is open, so we finally get up to the counter after waiting in line at Wendy's for an hour. I'm not exaggerating. We get up there. <laughs> My mother goes, yes, I would like a baked potato. She's like, we're out of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, then I'll have a side salad. <laughs> we're out of salad. All we got is meat. You want a sandwich? We got a sa- We can make you a sandwich.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, wow.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, because at that point, they're probably like, what What do you we're, have? We're out of we're everything. We're out of everything. Yeah. You can have a soda and a burger. And a
2: single. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: wow. So... I'll take four. I would have been like, can I have four of whatever you got?
3: Yeah. Hey, we were just happy to have gas. And so we got back in the car. We kept driving from South Carolina. We once we made it to. Oh, this is what hours
0: are you in the car at this point, though? I mean, you said 18. So at this point, you're just keep going, keep going. From
3: seven in the morning until midnight. Wow. At 12.04. I felt like if I don't pull over, I'm going to crash.
0: This is dangerous.
3: And there's nowhere to stay, and there's no room in the rest areas. I, I just pulled off the first exit. There was a red roof in. I found a parking space. I put it in park. I don't even think I talked to my mother. I just, she just, <laughs> I think we both were just catatonic at that point.
0: Just close your eyes. And- I,
3: we just closed our eyes. And next thing I know, I open them and it's four hours later. It was a little after four o'clock. And I looked up because the freeway was literally like, like we were nose in to the to the embankment that led up to the freeway. And it looked like it had thinned out a little bit. And so I sat up and I started the car. I'm thinking, let's go while we have some, some freeway. And we made it to the South Carolina, North Carolina border. We got off at south of the border. We got some gas, got some water, got something to eat, and then we got back on I-95 in North Carolina, and it was fine.
0: And Just drove for as long as you could?
3: Drove for as long as we could after that little four-hour nap. Made it as far as Emporia, Virginia. It was now 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock. No, it might have been 11 o'clock in the morning at that point found a hotel sleep in, walked in. I said, I know this is a crazy question, but would you happen to have a room that's ready now? She said, I, I got a, a non-smoking room with two double beds. Perfect. Sold.
2: That's the one. I yep.
3: just need a nap. And I just literally crashed into the bed. And I think I slept from maybe noon until six, seven o'clock. So it was a good sleep. It was deep.
0: Yeah, Hard. But your body was probably just ready to shut down. So you needed that.
3: Yeah. And I thought it would be good. Like, look, since I'm tired now anyway, let's nap during the day. Mm-hmm. And then traffic is probably going to be lighter at night anyway because everybody wants to pull over and crash. So let me sleep during the day. And that's so this is my strategy now. We'll drive at night and that actually was a smart thing to do because we encountered very little traffic from Emporia, Virginia up through Richmond. We made it through. Yeah, you go you start going through like Maryland, and Washington DC, and Maryland, and Delaware, and New Jersey, and New York. It's like the country's flying by you because these are much geographically smaller states to pass yeah. through. Made it all the way up to Connecticut, stopped for coffee, got some gas, and then eventually Massachusetts and we were there.
0: Wow. So it was collectively about forty eight hours for you. Yeah,
3: it should have taken us maybe twenty one, but
0: Man. Well, we're glad you're safe and that mama's safe. Everybody
3: and had the same idea.
0: Everybody's doing well. Yeah. I can't wait to find out what happened to the home though, to see if you know what kind of damage did she have. Yeah, nobody's and-
3: back. So that's the that's the thing, is we don't have an ending to the story because we don't know at this point what, if any damage Well, you were saying the people that were
2: supposed to stay back also got mandatory evacuation. Yeah, so
3: there was one family in the neighborhood that was committed to stay, and they had some relatives from Sanibel Island, mm-hmm. which was evacuated, that were going to stay with them. They said, we're just going to hunker down, and we'll let you know if there's any damage. We'll keep an eye on things. We're so, They were sort of the point people in the neighborhood to let everyone know whether it was safe to come back and what damage there was and when the power came back on, and then there was a mandatory evacuation. They ended up leaving, too, so... No one's been able to get back yet.
2: Was there a game plan as to how mo- how long your mom's going to stay up in Boston?
3: No, t- t- <laughs> there's no game T-TD. plan. Yeah, to be determined.
0: We just drop her off for now. Yeah. We'll go back and get her.
3: Well, we're ri- we're originally from Boston, so my mom's got a house up there too.
0: Well, it was funny because immediately when I thought about the fact that you were driving her from Florida to Boston, I'm like, but she's not going to stay there for the winter. I so I, was I don't like, want
3: her staying in the winter.
0: I know. So you're going to have to. She's
3: 78 years old. I don't want her staying up there in the winter. Time. No. So, yeah, I'd like to see her get back down to Florida as soon as possible, provided that, you know, there's a there's a solid roof over her head that's not <laughs> got a hole in it or something. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So I'm glad that she's safe. So that was my vacation. That's what I did <laughs> on my summer vacation. <laughs> but it was crazy. But I got to tell you though, the camaraderie, I mean, you'd be at a, at a rest area or we'd pull into a Wendy's and you could tell, like, everybody was miserable, but everybody was still being respectful to each other. We met mm. some really cool people along the way and some big families and everybody just kind of sharing their story. Yep. And a lot of nice people. People buying each other a meal or paying, paying it forward.
2: Or Random me, acts yeah. of
3: kindness along the road. That's what was great. left at that truck stop? There must have been nothing left
2: except CBs and old cassettes. Oh yeah, <laughs> like Charlie
3: Pride cassette. Yeah,
2: I need the whispers for the cassette hits. that I
3: don't yeah. have in my car. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So it was me and mom in her Toyota in her red Toyota Sienna.
0: Aww. <laughs>
3: Inching our way up I-95. Did
0: you have some good conversations, though? That's one thing I always like about road trips with a parent. I always learn stuff about my family that I never knew before.
3: What's What's crazy about my mom is she just she'll be in the middle of a conversation, and she will just stop talking, and I will turn, and she is out cold. Like, she just... <laughs>
0: That's where you get it from. She (laughs) she
3: is just out. Yep. She was saying, and then I told her that we were gonna. And I will look, and I'm like, all right, she's out, and so I'll be driving. And then (laughs) forty minutes later, all of a sudden, I hear. But I don't like eggs. (laughs) I just think that she just launches right back into it like there's been no gap. (laughs) This lady is sandwich.
2: This is
0: so you. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Right. Uh, That is Jeff Thomas. And we're back. Yeah. Anyways, I don't like it anyway.
3: So here's the other thing. Oh, yeah. So my mother needs cataract surgery. Yeah. Now, she can see... Mm-hmm. She can drive during the day, and I know this, because she drove her own car from the car dealership after it was fixed from Naples back to Fort Myers. You know, She insisted, she promised me that she could drive okay during the day, and I trusted her, and I followed her. She drove like a pro. And then when we were driving, we'd be driving, and my mother would say, careful, there's a cop up there. He's just like five miles down the road. How do you even see that? I thought you were blind. <laughs> <laughs> She'd say, "What's the speed limit? What's the speed limit? It's uh, it's seventy. No, it isn't. It's fifty-five. Really? Well, then why do you ask me questions you know the answer to? <laughs> so there, there is a lot of that. Quality, right? oh man,
0: I'm sad. I thought you needed yeah. cataract surgery. Well, she does.
3: She said to me yesterday <laughs> she said to me yesterday we're in an intersection as we're pulling out of the hotel to grab breakfast and I'm at a stoplight I'm at this stoplight in a windy road and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting and the light's not turning red I'm like the hell she said I think you need to pull the car up to trip that little sensor <laughs> sure enough I do son of a gun that thing turns yellow and then red <laughs> We get our green light. I'm like, how do you know all this? (laughs) Uh,
0: Never underestimate your mother, Jeff. No, I mean, what you learned.
3: I, I never doubted that she's a smart lady. She's one of the smartest, most insightful women I know. But you know, there's 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 78 year old personality that people sometimes take on. And keep in mind, my mother is she is that person that says, "Well, I'm old," so dot dot dot. Well, at my age, dot, dot, dot. Those are well, like... I'm 78 years yeah. old, dot, dot. So everything is prefaced with how old she is.
0: But that's a scapegoat for her. She knows.
3: I think she intentionally tries to lower people's expectations so that she has an opportunity to surprise them later. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But everybody's safe. She's out of there. And I'll keep you posted. So, you know, I'll let you know when we know. I hope the house is okay.
0: Yeah, me too.
3: Because she didn't have insurance.
0: Oh, at all? No.
3: Oh, yeah. No, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Why?
0: What's insurance? Right. Okay. I'm 78. I don't know what insurance is. Yeah. Wow.
3: So, as far as Irma is concerned, we are looking at scattered off and on showers. These are the remnants of Hurricane Irma hitting our area now. Cool and cloudy and a high of 70 Right now, it's 62 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen, 751. Scattered on and off showers. The remnants of Hurricane Irma coming to our area. Cool and cloudy and a high of 70. Right now, it is 61. I'm so out of touch. What are we doing on Thursday? We are taking the Good Vibes RV
2: out to uh, do the show live at Longworth Hall. little tailgate action For the Bengals game, and it is the Help Houston Day. Mm -hmm. The mayor, along with the Bengals, have declared it Help Houston Day. We're playing Houston, and people are invited to uh, drop off diapers with us at the RV, and we'll get them to the people that need them in Florida and Texas, or at the game that evening Deodorant, toothpaste, diapers,
3: things like that.
0: I know yeah, the timing
3: pretty, couldn't yeah. have been more perfect for this.
0: They're collecting cash, though. That's their big thing they want. I mean, because, of course, they are going to be taking some goods. But when I was watching the news, they were talking about it, taking cash in the same sure. like with us. You can make donations to yep. us if you want to swing by and make a cash donation to the Red Cross. Or maybe we can buy some diapers with it. But it's going to be a lot of fun, Jeff. We're going to be down there. The entire show is going to be live. Jen will be back.
2: Uh, the boss is going to bring her Bengals grill.
0: So Tim's going to put some meat on the grill. I'm going
2: to grill some stuff. All right. Yeah. That's well, the goal. I'm it, in. Then. Yep. And Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> is going to be there. Be there. <laughs> it's a charcoal grill. I'm normally a gas grill kind of guy, so I, it oh. will, it'll take a while to kind of get it going good. Right. You need
0: one of those little c- those, c- those, yeah, cylinder those things. Things. Yeah, those cone things. Yeah, that thing's dope. Cool. But-
3: you need me to bring anything?
0: Bring the alcohol. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, she's not. But Dunkin' Donuts is going to be there. And if you stop by and you donate a box of diapers to the Sweet Cheeks Diaper Bank, they're going to make sure that those diapers get to Houston. And you get a free Mike's Ultimate Car Wash if you donate a box of diapers. Cool. So that's kind of cool, too. I know. Boy. And we're going to be the first people tailgating at Longworth Hall on Thursday morning. Absolutely. That's so great. Yep.
3: Lord knows they need it.
0: It absolutely one
3: after the other one whammy after the other Harvey and then Irma.
0: Yep. Back to back.
3: Yeah. So my flight was supposed to leave Fort Myers Sunday. I was scheduled to fly back Sunday at 2 p.m., which is at the exact moment Fort Myers was under siege from this storm. So Delta sent me an alert saying, look, you know, we know this storm's coming. We've already taken care of it. We we push your flight back. To Monday.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I'm, not, I'm evacuating my mother, so I'm not going to be there. So we're driving up. The, and I don't even know when I'm going to get out of here. Made it up to Boston. All right, now I need a flight home. And I had to pay full price. I had to, I had to get a full ticket because evidently, like, Delta would let me change my flight, I guess, up to the 17th. But the airports I could choose from where I wouldn't be charged the change fee or the cancellation fee.
0: We're all in Florida? We're all
3: Florida airports. So there was some flexibility there that they would allow me to fly out of a different city a different day, but it had to be within the state of Florida. And because I flew out of Boston, because I moved my mother to Boston and flew from there, that I had to pay full price for a ticket. So that I, has
0: to be insane, though. A full price, and it was a, one-way ticket at and the was, last minute. It was
3: last minute. Yeah, it was a lot.
0: Yeah, so. you're going to have to call them. So I bet I they'll know. help you out a little bit. I'm They'll throw you some miles or something, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, maybe. I, I hadn't even thought of that. And that's something, It's you're in a situation where you just don't have time to really argue about it. You just got to
0: Well, and financially, it. thank God you had a credit card open to just put that <laughs> on, because I can imagine a lot of people aren't. That fortunate.
3: Right. Yeah, there were a lot of, it was really cool to see families being there for each other.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: You know, relatives, cousins, people that don't necessarily get together and see each other often. As was the case with the family we had met in the Wendy's line somewhere off I-95 in South Carolina. Yeah, having been in line for an hour, you said, I'm sure that you talked to a lot of folks. Yep arriving in multiple cars, but sort of like a convoy where they were just keeping tabs on each other and kind of going through this together. It was really, really I'm cool really to I'm really
0: excited to hear the good stories, too, because, I mean, they show things on the news where some people aren't helping other people or their looting is now starting, and it's nice to know that you encountered a lot of positive... A
3: lot of kindness, a lot of good people. Yeah. Absolutely, interactions. Yeah, you would think with tensions... As high as they were, and everybody going through the same thing at the same yeah. time and traffic,
0: starving, looking for and sli- gas. And
3: not able to find. Uh, and I had mentioned this earlier before we even evacuated, in the days leading up, there was a run on gasoline. So I had to travel to multiple stations to find gas. And then I'd find a station that still had gas. I have to sit in line for 30, 45 minutes, an hour in some cases. And then, I, and then I got up to the pump and we're out of everything but super unleaded. And so you'd fill up with super unleaded, you do it, you leave. And then you find out later after you're driving by the station heading in the other direction that they had to shut the gas station down because they just ran out completely. Or you'd see a gas, you'd see a tanker truck Coming down the road and people would follow it because they wanted to know where he was going Mm -hmm. so they Uh could get gasoline.
0: I saw that they were escort like police escorting a lot of the tanker trucks into the cities trying to get the gas back now.
3: I went to five ATMs before I could find cash because I didn't know know, if we lose power, then what good is having a credit card going to do? So anyway, it's crazy. So we're excited about Thursday. Mm -hmm. Broadcasting live from Longworth Hall, the Jeff and Jen Morning Show and the Good Vibes RV. We're just hoping that the weather is done by then.
2: We'll do it. We'll go through it anyway. But what's happening with Jose? Does anyone know? I just saw a tweet. Catherine Bordak at Fox 19 says they're tracking Hurricane Jose. Still uncertain, but storm will have the potential of threatening the East Coast (laughs) sometime next week. Great, But, you know, still uncertain. We need a break, man. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.
1: As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month.